When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. I will. I'll find out more. Don't you think? That's the only way to find out more is to search it online. You horn tootin'. There's no doubt about it. Ladies and gentlemen, the weather for today, most of the work week will be warm until Friday and the weekend. The coldest air of the fall will arrive along with a few snowflakes mixed in with rain showers this weekend. <laughs> the fall callers just got here like yesterday, and we're already worrying about snow. Catherine yeah. and I went for a walk around Star. You know where Starring Lake is out there, and I think it's in Eden Prairie? Uh, nope, I'm not We walked around. The, the leaves, oh my God, are they beautiful. I mean, stunningly beautiful. Yeah, there's, what is it, like Lake... Beta Makaska, there's like one that's like just south of there. That's another area that's, yeah, got the fall colors out in full effect. Oh, yeah, and, I bet. Have you been to that restaurant yet? It opened that, the old, what they used to call that, the, not the clubhouse, but what the hell is that thing right there on Lake Calhoun? Oh, uh, where, the, like, was it the beach club? Yeah, the, I guess to, beach like, club, call yeah. or whatever? Nah, I assume you had to know somebody that knew somebody to get in there. <laughs> not, well, it's open to public now, isn't it? I think. I, I think oh. so, yeah. I think it probably it looks really nice. There's a, a there's a full time rest. The restaurant's going to be I guess open year round. Wait, what's it called? I cannot remember, but it's right there on Bede Makaska, yeah, or was... Makaska, or uh, nobody has still been able to tell me how to pronounce that. I think it's Bede Makaska. Bede, Bede Makaska. I thought so, but yeah, it could you know, be. I'm also just a dumb <clears throat> dumb guy. So. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Well, you're in radio and podcasting, so what does that tell you? You got no shot. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so I, I, don't, I can't remember the name of the restaurant, but uh, it's going to be open year-round. The building is gorgeous. They redid the whole building. It was kind of sad in a way because my brother Todd worked in the old building. He would, he would rent out boats when he was, uh, like, 19 years old. Oh, are you talking about the one that, like, the location, like, burned down that's, yeah. like, right on the lake? Yeah, oh, okay. it's, no, it's I right there, yeah. Yeah, I haven't been, been to that one yet, but I saw that they've pretty much completed... The uh, yeah, whatever I think so. Building process. It's supposed to be really good. I mean, it's it's a great walk. First of all, it's like a three mile walk exactly to go around that mm-hmm. lake. So you go for a walk, have a little lunch or whatever, take another stroll, hang out by the beach. It'd be a it'd be a great day, man. Oh yeah, and in the summer because I walk <coughs> around that lake quite frequently yeah. with my yeah. dog, and yeah, it's always something's going on over there. I think it's called pimento on the lake. It is. That sounds. It right. is. We go. That's exactly what it's called. All right. <clears throat> That's exactly right. Speaking of that lake, ladies and gentlemen, back when it was Calhoun. First met Catherine, 21-year-old Catherine. We go for a walk around the lake. And there was a very large man ro- uh, rollerblading. 
mm-hmm. and he was not on the on the rollerblade deal. He was on the walking path. Yep. All of a sudden, this 21-year-old young woman goes face-to-face, toe-to-toe with this guy screaming at him, and he's screaming at her. And I'm like, oh, my God, what did I get myself into? <laughs> but, yeah, she said, go over on the, on the skating pad. You're not supposed to be here. It's like, okay, settle down. I do hate when people use, like, whatever, rollerblades or they'll be biking. Down. It's like yeah. you literally just go one lane over. Exactly. And that's, that's for you. Like, it's all yours. <laughs> exactly. You can do whatever you want over there. Yeah. But it's so funny watching a 21-year-old woman screaming at a guy. The guy was, but was on rollerblades, and he was probably about six three, six four. So he was about six seven on the rollerblades. I'm like, Jesus. What's the uh, Adam Sandler movie where he takes his kid to the park and they like throw sticks and rocks in the rollerblading trail? Oh, <laughs> they like wait oh. for people to crash. Oh, that oh. Little, little daddy or big or daddy? Big daddy. There, big we, daddy. Go. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, she pulls one of those out. I have not seen that. I'll have to give it a whirl. Oh, it, it's great. They're in like Central Park or something like that. Yeah. And like there's this steep hill and he's like teaching his kid to like throw rocks and pebbles in the path. <laughs> like sticks so they, they <laughs> yeah, come so by and it's just crap. And the gold. All right, so here's the deal. Today, early showers ending, then clearing with a oh, high of 66 today. Hmm. Tonight, dry and warm uh, evening. Showers and thunderstorms possible late, a low of 52. Then Tuesday, scattered showers and thunderstorms, 65. Wednesday, afternoon rain, 62. Thursday, occasional rain, 61. Friday, we hit the wall, much cooler with a high of 46. On Saturday, cold, a few showers possible with snowflakes at times, a high of 40. And then Sunday, a high of 39. Every day of the week, it gets a little chillier till finally it goes from 66 to 39 for the high in a five-day period. Six-day period, I guess. So I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Right now, it's cloudy. It is uh, 47 degrees and mostly cloudy right now, but about 65 later, 66 later on today. Some early showers, but it'll clear up. Should be decent. Kind of looks like it anyway. Um... Very quickly, just want to talk a little bit about being out on, on Friday. <clears throat> on Thursday, I went home, had a long day, and I got home, and right at about 10 minutes to 5, the phone rings, and my buddy Kevin Osgard's calling me. I'm like, oh, Osgard, got to talk to him, see, tee up a little golf for next year or whatever. They're already trying to figure it out because golf season's just about over, no doubt. <clears throat> and where we play a shutdown for the year anyway, so uh, we're coming back, but... Uh, he says to me, I don't know how to tell you this. And I'm like, oh, God, I hate it when people say that to you. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to tell you this. But he told me that uh, our dear friend Jimmy Lindstrom had died. They found him dead. Uh, from what I understand, no bruises or abrasions or anything like that. So it doesn't look like he fell down the stairs or anything like that. He's, a, he's at the bottom of the stairs. But it didn't apparently look. And I don't have the updated information on it, so. I don't know what to tell you, but uh, one of the greatest guys you'd ever want to meet, and I'll tell you a very quick story. See, now, to me, this is America. This is a great American story. First round ever played at Spring Hill, Jimmy Lindstrom was my caddy. I had never met him. He's caddying for me. We're going down the 16th hole, which is a long par five. You've got to go up a hill uh, at the very end. It's a it's it's really, really good hole. So I hit my drive, and it hit a long way, but I hooked it left. And I hit it into the crap on the left side. And we're walking along. And now I just met him three hours earlier. I had never met him before. Just met him three hours earlier uh, on the first tee. Mm-hmm. So we're walking along. And I'm looking over there. And it's pretty heavy thicket. Let me put it that way. <laughs> and I, I said, ah, this is going to be a bitch. And he said, 
this is going to be impossible because I ain't going in there. (laughs) (laughs) I said, this is my kind of guy. And we, I mean, how great is that? He's caddying for a guy, and he goes, yeah, blow it out your ass. I ain't going in there. <laughs> it's not my responsibility to go get the drive yeah. that you shanked into the your horrible over there. Yeah. Your horrible shot. I love that. You're just like, God, this is going to be a tough shot. You're like, he just goes, this is impossible. Right? Impossible, because I ain't going in there. No chance. He just he just takes a golf ball out of his pocket. He's like, I found it, and he rolls you know, into the middle of the fairway. Oh, that might have happened once or twice, too, but... Jimmy Lindstrom, we loved you, man. And by that, I'm not just throwing that out there either. He was much loved by everybody who knew the guy. Just a wonderful guy, hardworking guy. He's a caddy. Is from the day I met him 25 years ago, he was. I think he would always been a caddy. He just loved yeah. being a caddy because you do get great exercise every day, mm-hmm. and you know that kind of deal. And Jimmy was not a big drinker at all. He didn't smoke, didn't do drugs. Got was in great shape from all the caddy and all the rest. I don't. I have no idea. I died at 59 years old. But the weird thing about it was, <clears throat> and I didn't see it coming, which is what makes it weird. So I'm talking to Kevin Osgard about Jimmy, and we're going to find out what happened, or you know, that's such a sad story. And we're reminiscing about the laughs we. I have a friend. <clears throat> he might have come from. My type of neighborhood, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Jimmy Lindstrom's our caddy again. We're walking along, and my buddy needs a new ball. And I don't want you guys might even know the guy I'm talking about, but mm-hmm. I don't want to say his name because of what went on. But <laughs> he goes, Jimmy, could you grab me a ball out of my bag? And Jimmy goes, Yeah, sure, no problem. Goes over, zips it down. He goes, Jesus, you guys are North Side guys, aren't you? I said, What do you mean? Pulls out a 44 Magnum <laughs> out of the golf bag. I'm like, what the hell? I will never forget that as long. He pulls out this huge gun. It's like you're out in the middle of nowhere playing golf. Yeah, if I had to, if you grew up in the north side and you, you're worried about security, I think the last place that you have to worry about getting run up on is probably the golf course. You never know who's going to drive up on you a little too quick, yeah, you know? Yeah, it's true. A little, a little too much for action. <clears throat> So to close that out, for, for now, of course, we'll see what else life brings. But uh, it was interesting because I did not see it coming. So I was talking to Kevin about this, that, and the other thing. And what are we going to do? Did you tell Kendall? Because Kendall uh, Norberg is another big, big friend of his. You know, Fitz, Fitz Michael Fitzgibbons, all these friends we've got to get a hold of and talk to. Timmy uh, Ivory, tons of people that just love Jimmy, Right. So we get them all lined up, and we're on the phone. I was on the phone, I don't know, probably half hour, something like that. And I don't know why it happened. I suppose maybe I just took a breath. So I go, okay, well, I'll talk to you later. I hang up, and I started crying. I mean crying, too, not just tearing up. I started crying like a bitch because it just he was such a great guy. It's not fair that he's dead. You know what I mean? Yeah, and there's definitely like a certain age that when people start, because like my grandma, for example, is getting up there, you can kind of see, oh, yeah. this, we might be getting to the end of the road here. But when it's younger and you're like, oh, I'll see you next golf season, I like know. you take it for granted. So it's like, yeah, you want to try to make more of a point in your life to you know tell people how much they mean to you. Because, yeah, like you're saying, Jimmy, you're like, yeah, I'll see him next year when I'm golfing. We'll can, yeah. we'll have fun, yep. and yep. I don't have to worry about him passing. Just very funny guy, just a great guy. So I, I will close by saying, Jimmy Lindstrom, we loved you and still love you, even though you left us your pill. Stabbed me right in the back by dying, yes. Anyway, but uh, it's 
yeah, there's no way I could have come in. Friday would have been a disaster had I shown up here. It would not have been good at all. Not that it is anyway, but, <laughs> you know, but so, yeah, I, I just, in a way now looking back on what I just said to you for the first time, I went, I'm glad I cried. Yeah. Because it was very natural and very real because I really, I just loved that guy. He was, what a great guy. It's nothing like Phil Mackey. Phil's kind of a prick. Have you ever known? He's on, oh, he's wait on a minute. He's uh, on the air with yeah, us? I, I jumped in at the end here. I thought you were getting emotional over not seeing, not seeing me in a few Yes. Days. Well, that's what it was. The weekend. Where's Phil? Right. Where's, oh, is God, it too late to sub His hot sports tape. His hot sports. No, nah, very quickly. I just One of my best friends was found dead on Thursday. Unfortunately, uh, just a great guy. He's a caddy. Just... Like I said, didn't drink a lot, didn't smoke, didn't do drugs, was in great shape, just dropped dead apparently. Still don't know what killed him. Yeah. Yeah, as uh I've I've gone I've gone through some loss the last five or six years, oh, both yeah. parents before, you know, Ooh. turning thirty seven and I think it's it's so hard to sort of predict, you know, okay, how long am I gonna have this person in my life? Because anything could happen at any time, I think is the biggest thing that I've learned over the past five or six years somebody just sent me a message said this just proves there's balance in life tom because your friend died and you started crying about it remember your dad i went oh god so when my dad died because i hadn't seen him in years he died at 61 i think he was something like that yeah so we go to the hospital and he's still there and you know he's getting me writing signs get me out of here and all that kind of stuff right so then he died, and I was out in the hallway just kind of looking through the window, thinking about that, how weird it is, even though I hadn't seen him in years and we never got along. I just look out the window going, Jesus, it's just you're turning a page. Your father, your mother dies. It turns a page. There's no mm. doubt about that. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And I'm standing there, and even though my father was Baptist, my mother was Catholic, and they had not, been, they had not seen each other in 30 years, I would bet, 25 years. Because they got divorced. My mother had to, my sister Bobby had to work my mother to divorce because my mother's Catholic. She did not want to get a divorce. Yeah. That's not, that's, Catholicism doesn't allow that. It's like, Ca oh, Catholic God. people would rather stay together for like the last 30 years not making <laughs> eye contact than get a divorce. That's exactly right, yeah. too. So I'm standing there looking out the window and the priest comes out, the guy who had done the last rites for my father, and then he died. I'm looking out the window and the priest comes out and says to me, Tommy, I'm, I'm really sorry. Uh, sorry about uh, your father passing. And I said, nah, he probably had it coming. He just <laughs> walked away. Didn't even talk to me. Didn't look at me. He just got away from me. <laughs> Man. So I mean, did you, let me ask you this. How, did you, have you gone long stretches? I'll ask the whole show here, <clears throat> since we're talking about this. Have you guys gone long stretches? Because sometimes as guys, it's like, you know, you got to shove that emotion down and yeah. swallow it. So you cried when your when your best friends died. Have you gone mm -hmm. through long stretches where you just haven't cried for years on end? A hundred percent. And really, like, I, yeah. And I was explaining this to somebody, like, and they were like, "You're are you a psychopath?" And I was like, "I don't know." Like, I cried. I think the last time I like cried was at my grandpa's funeral. And but yeah, other than that, like, I don't know. I don't like just spontaneously bust out in tears. But I, I don't know. It's probably weird. I must be healthy. a I must be a nice Catholic boy because I cry all the time. Do you? <laughs> I do. I cry a lot, man. It's like stuff. Of, I don't know. Maybe that's why I got that edge to me because I'm a very emotional person. You know, 
Like when my mother died, that was a bitch. Ooh, mm. I didn't like that one at all. How old were you when your mom died? Uh, let's see. She died in 2008, so I was, what, 57, something like that? Okay. Wait a minute. Let me get this right. 40. Yeah, 57. I was 57. Yeah. So yeah, my my dad <clears throat> same way grew up Irish Catholic. Oh yeah, in Chicago, Illinois, oh, yeah. and like like literally like literally I think I've told you the story. Like went to a Catholic school where they would if you did something wrong, like the 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 priests were your teachers and they would <laughs> oh. they, they'd you know they'd punch you or whatever if you were yes. a kid. Yeah. And he he in the last twenty years of his life cried all the time, but also was like would get mad at things that he wouldn't have maybe twenty years before, which I found interesting, but. I found that um, I think for you know when my when my parents died that was really hard in both cases. But I actually am more likely to cry over like an animal dying than a than a, than a person now in my life. And now that my parents are gone, I have no yeah. siblings. Yeah. Oh, you have no you siblings. Know? Okay. I'm an only child, so there's only so many people here that can go that are like close enough to me. Like we lost a cat that we had for several years a couple years ago, Tommy. Mm-hmm. I was Tommy more cat, for huh? three days, like, just absolutely <laughs> inconsolable than when, like, my grandma died, you know? And that's, oh. all respect <laughs> that's not good, man. When your grandma dies and says, ah, the cat, I'd be much I worse than when the cat. You know, but <laughs> don't try to make up for it. It's too late. There's just something about Tommy, though, you know, the way that he would come down the steps to say hi to you every right. single day. Now right. I'm going to start crying again here. No, I'm telling you, there's nothing wrong with... It's actually very good for people to cry. Just get all that emotion out and get it out there and realize that you're a human being. Stuff does matter to you. Uh, and potentially that. the most uh, perfect segue of all time, speaking of parents dying, did you see the former Twins pitcher that was arrested for killing his father-in-law over the weekend? Wait what? a minute. No. Yes, I did. What was his name? Dan Serafini. Serafini, yeah, yes. He was like a first-round pick from the 90s, and he, ca- he came up in the, those late 90s bad Twins teams. I was looking up his numbers. I, I do remember him pitching poorly. By the way, there's a cat right behind I'll you say, flopping around. Yeah, I don't mean oh, to interrupt your story. Dog, <laughs> is that a Frenchie? Oh, is it a dog? Oh, yeah, it is a dog. Oh, yeah, he had his head down. Yeah. He had his head Maya, down. So uh, by the head. way, Maya is the official. No, it's funny. Here's another quick story. So Nutrisource <laughs> is a big sponsor of the Score North podcast, right. like mm-hmm. Purple Daily and mm-hmm. Mackie and Judd. NutrisourcePetFoods.com for anyone out there. There you go. uh, Maya is a Nutrisource dog. And I swear to God, we went to the vet to get her, like, six-month checkup and a couple vaccines, whatever she needed, like, a month ago. And uh, this is the power of YouTube. So I walk in with Maya and the vet tech, probably a guy in his late 20s, maybe 30 years old. He's got his, like, veterinarian scrubs on. And he he walks into the room, and I'm sitting there with Maya. And he looks over for a second. And he kind of cracks a half smile. He sits down at the computer and he goes, uh, before looking at the computer to see, like, who the dog was, right? He goes, mm-hmm. how's Maya doing today? And I was like, oh, pretty good. He goes, I recognize you guys from the Nutrisource ads on Purple Daily. I just watched <laughs> before I came over here. Nice. The world famous Maya Mackey. Maya <laughs> Mackey. Maya, yeah, because yeah, I couldn't see Maya's head, so just the tail. She's got up, cat-like right. tendencies. She's about oh, nineteen she, pounds. Right. and will climb up on the couches and stuff. See, nothing wrong with so, that. So Dan Serafini, forty-nine years old. God. I'm reading this from uh, some news website here. He was arrested in Nevada for. Uh, he was the son-in-law of the victims who were murdered, 
and they have arrested him and possibly the nanny for the family oh. for first-degree murder. Jeez. And he is awaiting uh, extradition, I guess. I, I'd read this whole story, but I don't want to read for a half hour to, yeah, to the audience. Right. But a former crappy Twins pitcher apparently tried to murder both of his mother and father-in-law. Only the father-in-law he wound up uh, actually murdering. So Jesus. life's going well for that guy. Yeah. Any reason given why he murdered him? It says on June 5th, 2021, police, so this, he's been out for two years kind of roaming around without anyone knowing. Police responded to a call at a home in the North Lake Tahoe, California area. It's a beautiful Jeez. area. Oh, God, yes. Where they found <clears throat> Robert Gary Spore, 70 years old, dead with a single gunshot wound, according to the sheriff's office. His wife, Wendy, 68 years old, was also shot and taken to the hospital where she later recovered. She died a year later. I don't know if it was related to getting shot by her son-in-law. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> She's no longer alive. Video surveillance of the home showed a hooded man wearing a face covering and a backpack prior to the killing, the sheriff said. And locating a fastball just a bit outside. <laughs> just Ball outside. for. Just a bit outside. <clears throat> Indeed. So. Indeed. And by the way, I don't think he's coming to Twins Fest. I, I think that's what that means. No. Tom. Yes, I think you're absolutely right. And, and by the way, if they lived in Incline Village, his in-laws had some money. I will tell you that. Yeah. Or maybe, I mean, he might have made enough money bouncing around the big leagues. No, maybe. Yeah, that's true. Maybe, maybe it was. Maybe he was. Maybe it was his money. I never, I never taking, he's to... taking his house back. I don't know. Never wanted to kill my in-laws. They're both no. gone now. And then, well, they both lived to be at ninety-four and ninety-five and ninety-six. Jesus. Wow, Put some dude. age on them, yeah. But Incline Village, you were right. You, so you've spent some time up there in northern uh, Lake Tahoe? Just a couple. So my, oh. uh, my aunt and uncle live in Santa Rosa, California. And ever since oh, I was sure. little, whenever I'd go visit, they, and my, my uncle was a big-time mountain traveler, and would, he, he worked for, like, the, the national parks and, and whatnot. So whenever I'd go, they'd try to take me on kind of a unique sightseeing tour of the West Coast or the mountains or Lake Tahoe, you know, anything within like a 15 hour radius of right. California. So I've spent a little bit of time there, but uh, it's beautiful. Used to love to fly into San Francisco, which I'd never do now, but this was 20 years ago, 25 years ago. Flying to San Francisco, hang around San Francisco a couple of days, uh, drive over, go through Truckee and get to Incline Village over there, Lake Tahoe, go yeah. up to the wine country. It was just one. Mm. Ever tell you my wine country story very quickly? Mm -mm. So Mondavi had a, I, I'm assuming they still do have a huge uh, growing business in yeah. that town. Yeah, Robert Mondavi. Robert is Mondavi, their big famous, yeah. yeah, wine. Indeed. So we're in, because I used to buy a lot of wine from them back when I was, you know, buying wine. And we we're in the store. He said, oh, Tommy, we, we got we to gotta shut her down at about 4.30 here. So, you know, look around, get whatever you need. And I, I don't. I don't mean to rush you, but it's, we're having a big event. They had about a 400-seat amphitheater out in the middle of the vineyard. This is wow. in Napa, California. 400-seat mm -hmm. amphitheater, middle of the vineyard, free wine they're handing out and everything. I'm like, so what's going on? He goes, oh, we got an event at the amphitheater. I said, really? He goes, yeah, it's going to be a big deal. It's, I've been working my ass off. I said, don't happen to have a couple more tickets, dude. He goes, nah, sorry, Tommy, this one, there is no way I can get you in. And uh, you can talk all you want, but I cannot get you in. I said, it's your vineyard. He goes, I know, but I can't do it. I said, all right, so who's playing the 500, 400-seat amphitheater? 
Frank Sinatra. Oh, oh my gosh. Wow. Can you imagine seeing Frank Sinatra in a vineyard? I'll be like, I'll wow. stand oh, I'll stand God. in the back and you don't even have to sit down. Oh, he wouldn't even let me do that. Uh, it's like you gotta go, man. Sorry. Get Frank. off the property. Get yeah. off the property. Exactly. <laughs> Frank man. Sinatra. Yeah, talk about oh. just a, I mean I would say Sinatra at the Sands would be number one if yeah. I could go back <laughs> yeah, in that's time. True. But then Sinatra just at a private sort of you know, backyard of a vineyard in Napa. Boy. You're sitting there drinking wine, comfortable seat. There's only 400 people there. Frank Sinatra's belt. Boy, life sucks, doesn't it? That, yeah. <laughs> like if I could, that's like the epitome of elegance, right? It there. is. It's like it just is. drinking some wine in the middle of Napa Valley, listening to Frank Sinatra live. Yeah. Yes. It's all true. So I got to ask you one more question. I know you got to go in 60 seconds, but uh, I do not understand why they called that touchdown back. <laughs> what do you, he went, uh, went you like this? It's like, Don't ask questions, Tom. Just take the pig, <laughs> drive it back up I-35, and go celebrate. Yeah, that was uh, usually what we sit here and complain about the refs never having our backs, right? Yes. Ref, the refs somehow the refs in all the sports have colluded and conspired against Minnesota sports. Yes, I agree. And in this one, yeah, I don't know. I think if you would have. Because they were reviewing whether he was out of bounds. Yes. And so I don't even know, can they even, apparently they can. They can go back and just, like, review something else that was very questionable. There were Did anyone think when you were watching that, oh, he's calling a fair catch? No. Even no, Gopher fans. No. I don't he think anyone. hands were down here. <laughs> I know. I mean, it's like, what? A fair catch, you do this, do you not? I, if I remember correctly. You stick your hand it's, up in the air, don't you? Yeah, no, it definitely didn't look like a fair catch. No. And I would have, even if it did look like a fair catch, none of the Gophers players responded as if they thought he called for a fair catch. They, every one of them missed an opportunity to tackle him yes. on that play. Yes. Yep. So I would have been like, you know, just off of the sheer effort that you guys put forth, we're going to let that touchdown stand and you guys can go home and think about what you did. Yeah, I they all very, it. very sloppily tried to keep tackling him. They yeah, did. They did, right? <laughs> But you know what, though? There was still like a minute and a half left on the clock or two minutes. The Gophers totally would have gone down Absolutely. and scored their first touchdown. Oh, tonight. there's no doubt about yeah, yeah. it. I you don't just... give the Gophers that much time to go down and beat you, okay, no. Iowa? Yeah. Okay, we'll close Her with parents. this. I have a question for you. We'll close with a question. Never met him. Would I hate P.J. Fleck? Yes. I think uh, so. You yeah, would. he's not my kind of guy. You would. Kind of yeah. yeah. Oh, so you met him? Yeah, I ran into him. I was working an event uh, back when <laughs> Even the, AJ goes, oh, you'd hate him. <laughs> the, radio, I, was, I was working some Radio Row stuff back when the Final Four was here for basketball, and he was going around doing appearances and stuff like that, and I was like his handler of like, here you're here at this time, mm-hmm. and you're here at this time, table to table, show to show. It's so intense. So intense, and I was told, like, hey, you got to really bring it up, like, energy level for it. He just comes in, how we doing? Ah, it's elite day, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, I'm, talking, no I'm talking to his Ish. assistant while he's doing shows. I'm like, so is this, like, an everyday thing, or is this just an act? He goes, she goes, I have, like, eight cups of coffee a day just to keep up with him. <laughs> like, he, he's an energetic guy. I mean, it's it kind of infectious because I felt better after it. Mm-hmm. But, like, okay. you, I think your personality, you five five minutes into a conversation, you'd be like, get out of my face. I got to go. Get away from me. <laughs> go away. Was every interview he did, was it interview zero? Yeah. It was the interview two <laughs> yeah. or interview three? It's year like, zero. Now year it's year zero. point five. Yeah. <laughs> year point seven. He would leave. I think when someone's... Of- when someone asks you, how are you doing, and you say, I'm elite, I think that's where <laughs> the friendship would end. Yes. What? We're having an elite oh, yeah. day. I was like, okay, I, get, right. I'm, I was having an okay day. But you, I know, guess, yeah. you know, it's not he elite, said, that Minnesota football record <laughs> that you're trouting around town. He said, I'm he, elite? 
Oh, that's, that's yeah, I mean, everyone in the program. Yeah, yeah they get are. Away from me. Get away from me. I'm sitting here. <laughs> You're in a different city still. Get away from me. But you could make a case that he is the best Gophers head coach in terms of just like record and everything since Murray Warmath. Jesus. 50 or 60 years ago. <laughs> that's going back a ways. Yeah. And the bar's not that high. You know, when like <laughs> Jim Wacker might be third on that Aww. list, it's not, it's not a high bar, but. That was a, that was an unnecessary drive-by shot at Jim Wacker that I didn't know was going to come out. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Take I didn't wake up this morning want. thinking, you know, I'm going to slander Jim Wacker. Right. It's going to be great. Eight thirty yet? <laughs> you know who sucks is that Eric. What was his name again? Eric something. He was a son of a coach or some damn thing. Oh. Mm. I don't remember. You got to go guy. though, man. Oh God, we kept you too long. I got to so go. I got to get out of here. We got Monday <clears> Night Football tonight. Purple Daily Vent Line tonight uh, on the YouTube channel. I think the Vikings are going to get trounced, but we'll see. What oh, happens. I oh yeah. Really so. Oh, yeah. All right, Phil, thank you, sir. All right. Great talking to you. We'll take a break. Be right back. Of course, Channel 5 Eyewitness News, Chris Eggert coming up next. Tom here, and I just read a success story from MM Fat Loss client Elizabeth, who just completed the program. Elizabeth writes, I am a 54-year-old woman who has struggled with losing weight. I had almost constant heartburn, trouble sleeping, and brain fog. I tried counting calories, eating bars and shakes, and several other programs in which I would lose 5 to 10 pounds after months of struggling only to gain it right back. After 60 days of the EMN fat loss program, I was down 25 pounds. EMN fat loss had really empowered me to believe that I can control my eating and my weight without having to sacrifice foods that I like. Let me assure you that the short 60 days is totally worth it. If you're thinking about finally committing to to improving your health, which is a great idea anyway, this is the time to start. You won't regret your investment in yourself. Great job, Elizabeth. I am so happy to hear about your success. Are you ready to lose weight and feel better? Go to mnfatloss.com and schedule a free phone consultation. It's so easy to see if MN Fat Loss is a good fit for you. They offer a free phone consultation to learn about the program. You don't have to take time off work or get a babysitter for the kids. It's as easy as getting on a quick call with the expert staff. You can share your goals. Learn about the program and see if it is a good fit to help you lose weight and feel better. They also have virtual options to help you if you live far away. To schedule that free phone consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. The only thing you have to lose is that unwanted weight. That's www.mnfatloss.com. I cannot wait to hear about your success story, and please let them know that Tom sent you. Recently, Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC was contacted by a company that does on-site sales. Jim was confused. Wait, they don't know anything about us. Our staff, our reputation, most importantly, our customers. Hey, pal, no problem. We do them all over the country. You know, get the manager off the roof sale, inflatable gorilla sale, and our favorite, the 13-hour sale with a giant clock that goes to 13. Urgency, baby. We bring our crew because, well, your people are, let's just say, a little uh, laid back. And the pricing? Nothing special, sport. But Jim thought, we price competitively every day. Our prices are special. We definitely don't need these guys. But sale does convey some urgency, so we made a bold decision for his fine dealerships. Announcing the Valley Buick GMC 365-day sale. And we can even extend it a couple years or so. I got the Air Dancer guy, scratch-offs, plastic keys, bubble machine, five. Valley Buick GMC in Apple Valley or Hastings or valleycardealers.com. Hurry. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. 
As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take personal care dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. You all have helped support my pillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular products. You've heard me recently speak about the My Slippers, the Giza Sheets, My Pillow 2.0, and more. Great news the My Pillow six pack bath towel sets are back in stock. The proprietary technology makes them extremely absorbent, yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, two washcloths, regular price of $79.98. And for a limited time, you can get the six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code TOM. That's a 50% savings. By the way, somebody was taking a shot at my boy last week. I heard about it. Uh, Mike Lindell does more for his employees than most employers would ever think of. And I, You don't have to agree with his politics, but that, that boy does help everybody out he possibly can. So I just wanted to point that. You're going to criticize him. I'll balance the scales, right? So go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM, and save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. That is just $39.99 for a set. This deal will not last long. Enter promo code TOM for this special and many more. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, I can't read this. It says, news brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call uh, Josh for a free 48-minute financial evaluation. Here's that horrible human being, Chris Eggert. I'm not going to read that. No. It's fair. It's, it's fair. only fair. I like your shirt. Where'd you get that shirt? Uh, I don't know. It's a nice shirt, man. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah, between you and AJ, AJ's got that kind of beachcomber shirt on today. That's a good shirt too, man. A lot of good shirts today. Yeah, AJ, you do look like you're uh, you're just chilling today. I like it. Yeah, you know, I was feeling a little laid back for a Monday. You know, I want to ease into the week, Chris. So that's the right attitude. Yeah. It's a good plan, easing into the weekend. No doubt about it. I've been watching a lot of uh, Channel 5 Eyewitness News because every time I turn on the national news, we're all going to die any minute. Jesus is the news. Could it be any more negative? We um we led with the Vikings today just because. Good. <laughs> Good move. Today. Good um, move. While there's still a sliver of hope that they can well, possibly there's do always that. hope on the day of the game, right? right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> what time does the game kick off? Because that's about the time the hope leaves the building. <laughs> what is it 7.30? Yeah, 7.30? Is that um, what it is? Yeah, something What's like that? that. I think it's 7.30, isn't it? Game yeah, time? we've got we've actually got the game tonight on Channel 5. Um, 
when the writer strike happened and all the shows were disrupted, ABC started pulling and putting Monday Night Football. They pull it from ESPN and put it on the air, so we've Good. got the game, which we don't we don't normally get the games. So mm-hmm. you know, big deal for us too. I really wish they had not messed with Monday Night Football. I used to love watching Monday Night Football. There is nothing better than like the old Al Michaels, John yes, Madden, sir. with Hank I Williams. You have Hank Williams for the uh, intro song. Yeah, yep. those are peak Monday Night Football days for me. God, how I agree. Although you can't say things like "Look at that little monkey run." That was yeah, not that, a good idea. No. No, they're, they're, yeah. Different time back then. And he didn't mean that at all. He was just talking about that, you know, little monkey like a little kid. What's the, I mean, no, who is it? Who's the college, who's the college announcer? Gus, Gus something? Oh, Gus Johnson. Gus Johnson. Elite. He's fantastic. Elite. He is hilarious. He's got a call. I think it was Chris Johnson. for the. He was playing on the Titans, and he has this breakaway, kind of like an Adrian Peterson, you know, and, you know, kind of sure. long run. Mm-hmm. But he goes, he's got getting away from the cop speed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Gus, it's just unbelievable. Gus yeah. Johnson is good for at least two or three quotes every broadcast. It's, it's great. I've never had to run from the cops. <laughs> Maybe I should get that done now. My birthday's in two weeks. I'll hey, just, you got time. Let's yeah. go. I'll run from the cops. That that ought to go over big. No question. So, Chrissy. Yeah. Oh, one thing I did. Oh, oh yes, sir. No, no. Go I ahead. was going to say, um, you guys were talking. Whoops, we lost you. Oh, I think you actually muted, muted yourself. yourself. You muted yourself somehow. Nice abilities. Unbelievable. Nope, he's still gone. <laughs> he's still Ooh, he just dropped the F-bomb, but you couldn't hear him, but I could see his lips forming the word. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he got up and left. Uh Uh-oh, here he comes back. I I can see his shirt. Nope. Nope. (laughs) Chris, you have to actually, like, unmute yourself on on StreamYard, I think. Yeah. That's hilarious. That's unbelievable. Do you know how to unmute yourself on StreamYard? Hit the three little dots by your uh, picture. Otherwise, at the bottom, the stream, it should say yeah. mute. Or, yeah, the unmute, mute button. Can you not hear us either? No, he, he can hear us. Or you can hear us. Yeah, or press Control D on your uh, keyboard. Nothing? Yeah, hey, call in. Oh. What the hell is that? You broke it? You call. broke your computer? Uh, okay. oh, call in, Chris. Call hey, listen, in. Anne Frank, you going to do this deal or not? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Just unnecessary strays today oh. on the show. No, 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 first, first Coach Wacker and now uh, Anne Frank. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Hey, what? I don't know what you're talking about. No, no, we're good. You know, this would never happen if we had Hannah on every day. I know. Hannah's a true professional. professional. Yeah, she is. A, you know, she's actually, you're right, a professional. Yeah. It's a good way to put it. Nope, it's not Nothing. working. <laughs> you want to call in for about, oh, here there she, she is. is. There she okay, is. Okay, get the phones working. Hannah, will you fix that? Hammerhead can't figure it out. Not that I could either. Don't get me wrong. I, no, you're not the guy to get the no, technical. There, there are some things where technology just will not play like play nice with you and yeah. no matter what you do. He's just gone. Chris, call He's in. Oh, he is going to call in, though. There he goes. Where'd Hannah go? We got to talk to Hannah while you were there calling I feel like in. she just hangs out off camera and waits for us to ask about her, and then she'll just walk <laughs> through the back of the walk She pulled the cords so that we would bring her <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. She probably did. She disconnected you, Chris. That's what it was. It was Hannah's fault. There's no getting around it. 
Are you having trouble dialing, too? You've got some talent there, pal. He's on the hot seat. Did you just tell me to shut up? That's what your voice, your lips sound like going, no, shut up. All right, Chris, can you hear us now? I didn't didn't say that. I didn't say shut up. Oh, you didn't? No. What's that? Um, I literally touched a cord, and it stopped working. I saw things, so it wasn't on mute, and it wasn't anything with the actual computer program. Like, I touched a cord on this microphone, and it, it went away. <laughs> Who knows? Going to have to get an engineer out there or some damn thing. And, Han, this is, and, and, and just to be clear, this is actually like Hannah's office. So I come in here and disrupt her every day for this. Okay, good. So that's why she's not just waiting back there. Like, she's, like working. I was, I was very confused. She's got it covered. I mean, yeah, she's just on the other side of this uh, curtain. Oh, anyway, I was going to say about the uh, the Iowa game this weekend, the Iowa Minnesota game. Um, so the kid who uh, made the catch and the controversial call uh, with the fair catch or, or not, um, Cooper DeJean's his name. Um, his dad was my college roommate. We played basketball oh, together. That's nice. And the kid's like a super great kid, super stud, small town Iowa guy who's just like had a wonderful career at Iowa so far. It's just crazy. I was on a, I was traveling, so I didn't see it. And my wife was sending me texts, and she's like, "Oh my God, Cooper just broke one and scored a touchdown, and Iowa's gonna win." And then she's like. Oh my God! It got called back. Like it was just so crazy. I still cannot believe they called that back. He waves his hands a couple of times. Shouldn't have done that. I, <laughs> I guess they, not. You know? <laughs> I guess you're right. Yeah. What a what a crazy weird turn of events. And to Tevin's point earlier, like that usually goes against us. Like for whatever reason, mm-hmm. this was the time that uh, the football gods smiled upon the ghosts. Haven't beaten him in Iowa for 24 years. Yeah, which is a wild stat. You couldn't. <laughs> That's pretty amazing, actually. I think I saw something that was like, and this might be wrong, but it's the first time the Gophers have held both Floyd of Rose, uh, Rosedale and uh, Paul Bunyan's axe. Really? At the same time in like almost 50 years. Or something really? Like that. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. That is amazing. Yeah, I don't think you'd like Fleck either, by the way, Tom. No, he doesn't seem like my kind of guy. I think the two guys, if they walked in the room together, that I'd I'd get up and leave would be P.J. Fleck and that comedian that's not funny in the least and everybody thinks is so cute. What's his (laughs) name? No, you've said said, uh, Dane Cook. Not Dane Cook. Oh, no? No, it's the other guy. He just he was on Saturday Night Live. Every, every all these women think he's really cute, and he's got these real dark circles. Oh, you talking about Davids, Pete Davidson? Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson. Yeah. I can't stand him. He's not funny in the least. No. What happened? He's he's an acquired taste, I would say. But yeah, I, you probably. know, I think his his biggest notoriety, um, no pun intended, is uh, his supposed endowment. That's what's made him such a big thing. Mm-hmm. All the nice old Jewish men in my neighborhood used to call it the Schwanstucker. <laughs> that, that, that's a nice name for it. So think, he whipped out his Schwanstucker. <laughs> from a pop culture standpoint, like you know that's why that's become a thing. And because he yeah. dated famous women yep. and his actual <clears throat> comedy is, you know, uh, yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> not an, great. An acquired taste is definitely the most like, positive thing somebody can say. About his, I mean, uh, I thought draft. he. I th- I don't know if you guys saw a Saturday Night Live a couple weeks ago, and he, he. It was their first show back uh, after the writers' strike, and it was also right after the attacks started in Israel. Oh, sure. And 
actually, I thought, gave a fantastic opening. Oh, good. Um, Glad it to just, hear like, it. came out to him. And his dad died in 9-11. Oh, and God. So, um, he came out and talked about that and how, you know, you know, you when is the right time to laugh when something horrible happens, yeah. you know, yada, yada, yada. Yep. It was very short and sweet, but that for him, that was the right thing at that time. Um, now, I didn't think many of the skits after that were very funny, but, you know, for what it was worth, I thought that was probably, it was a very impressive thing he did. Yeah, I would have to agree with you. Doing that, well, so good. There's something about him I can like now. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah if you want to, I mean, I don't know if you're so inclined, but it's, it was only like a, a minute or two. If you would find that on YouTube and look at it, 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 it was the right tone. It was, you know, it was well done, you know. I will do that because, I, look, I'm not one of those kind of guys, well, I don't think you're funny and I don't really like you as a person. Well, if you did something nice, I'd still like to look at it. Yeah. Some people just won't do that. Oh, I don't like him. What's that got to do with him delivering a nice message? All right. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I will That's have to watch that. the world we live in now. There's no, yep. there's no gray. It's either, you know, it's, it's black or white or, you know, whatever it might be. It's... Uh, no gray. Yeah. Oh, you're absolutely and, right. And Chris, did you do you have any insights? So there was the uh, Palestine or Palestinian uh, protest. That I think it was over kind of by the Walker Art Center. Yeah. There was a yep. car that like drove through the crowd apparently, and some people were trying to yeah. say there were gunshots or fireworks really? fired. Do you have any insight to what exactly yeah, happened? Yeah. So we had we got some of the viewer video of that um, that that was viewer submitted, and you definitely could see a car coming in pretty fast at where um, all the people were. I don't, but what we don't know at this point, because no one's talked driver, if that person was like going in there to to raise hell or mm. if that person like just made a wrong turn and was like, oh crap, um, we don't know that. And I think there was some confusion about that during the protests themselves after George Floyd was murdered, that truck driver that was on the interstate mm-hmm. uh, when he when they were blocking the interstate, didn't it turn out he just actually didn't know he was supposed to not be there? Um, I don't think that. So I guess I use I, I say that with a grain of salt. Like whatever turns out happened here, um, we don't know though what the driver's intent was. But I know that he didn't it didn't appear to hit anybody, and the car got like the crap kicked out of it at some point, and then we could kind of see him backing out away from it. That, I mean that this is all we could tell though from that. From the viewer video, I've not we've not heard anything official from the police other that they said there were no injuries. Well, that's a good thing, Pally. But uh, hell of a report today, I thought. Well, thank you guys. I uh, I'll I'll have to email the engineer and find out why this cord is not working. We're gonna have to find that out because this show just cannot get by without you. <laughs> I know you guys listen. <laughs> what I every day just for this? What? And I, I'm sorry I couldn't see your eye roll on uh, the video <laughs> when you said that. Well, thank you, sir. I really All appreciate right. it. Thanks, Have Chris. Good day. Bye. Have a good day, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, news brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. Chris Eggert, again, I consider myself to be a very lucky guy to be working with that pinhead. <laughs> I was waiting for... He's a great guy. <laughs> he just is a really good... Always has been. Yeah. We'll take a break. Be right back in a couple minutes. Bob Sansevier, another great guy, except for the fact he's Italian. Coming up right after this, right? 
You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you. It's Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That's 952-925-5608. He's my buddy, and I do believe in him. You'll be glad you did that and tell him his guy, Tom, sent you. Tom here, and I just read a success story from MN Fat Loss client Elizabeth, who just completed the program. Elizabeth writes, I'm a 54-year-old woman who has struggled with losing weight. I had almost constant heartburn, trouble sleeping, brain fog. I tried counting calories, eating bars and shakes, and several other programs in which I would lose 5 to 10 pounds after months of struggling. After 60 days of the MN Fat Loss program, I was down 25 pounds. MN Fat Loss had really empowered me to believe that I can control my eating and my weight without having to sacrifice foods that I like. If you're thinking about finally committing to improving your health, this is the time to start. You won't regret your investment in yourself. It's so easy to see if MN Fat Loss is a good fit for you. They offer a free phone consultation to learn about the program. They also have virtual options to help you if you live far away, which I think is a brilliant idea. To schedule that free phone consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. The only thing you have to lose is that unwanted wait. That's www.mnfatloss.com. I cannot wait to hear about your success story, and please let them know that Tom sent you. In a world that's racing a mile a minute, a split-second distraction can change everything. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw Bryant. Every day we see too many people, heads buried in their phones, unaware of the dangers they're in. Texting and driving isn't just reckless, it's playing Russian roulette with your life and the lives of others. In just four seconds of distraction, you've driven the length of a football field. Is there any text message that's worth your life, that's worth the lives of others? I've been fighting for the rights of the injured for over 30 years, but I'd rather you never meet me in a courtroom. So hear me now, stop texting and driving. Pay attention. Value your lives and the lives around you. And if you won't, know this. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we're relentless. We won't back down. We bring justice to those that need it. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. KNL Surplus and Ammo is your one-stop shop for all firearms-related products and is the preferred choice among trap enthusiasts and waterfowl hunters for over 25 years. KNL is an authorized SKB shotgun dealer with a huge selection of youth models and has a huge selection of trap loads, too. Fall hunting is here. Head to KNL Surplus and stock up on waterfowl loads. KNL has now has a lot of the calibers that have been hard to find in stock, which is always great news. KNL Surplus and Ammo is veteran-owned, offers first responder and veteran discounts. Check out this uh, mention on his show. Check this out. Mention this show and receive a 10% off anything in the store deal. That's anything in the store. And by the way, it's a great, you go to KNL, they will tell you exactly what you need to do. Because I was, you know, I have a permit to carry. I was carrying a gun that he thought was a little too big for me. And he was absolutely right. Like, I'd be trying to shoot Tevin and to go right through him and hit you. You know what I mean? And I can't have that. I just want it to stay in Kevin's body. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. No, as I said, I called him Kevin the second time, too, just to piss him off. That sounded on purpose. <laughs> it was on purpose, <laughs> and no question about it. KNL is also committed to safety and a licensed FFL retailer. Find out for yourself why KNL Surplus and Ammo has been the choice of gun owners for over 25 years. Go to www.klgunstore.com.